This podcast episode contains some sensitive content which some listeners may find upsetting. So if that sounds like you or you are not in a great mindset right here, right now, then I would encourage you to um, stop listening for now, go and do something which supports you with your mindset and then come back and listen when you are in a better place and you're in a better mindset. If you are in a good mindset and feel like you are ready to listen, then we hope you enjoy the show. But yeah, hopefully you uh, you are going to enjoy the episode and take a lot of notes on it. Thank you all. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode on the Ready Set Mind podcast with me, Kieran Farkas. For today's episode, I'm delighted to welcome on my former Loughborough College tutor, Danny Lee, to the podcast. And Danny has a background in sports psychology, in sports teaching and lecturing as well. So has a wealth of experience in this area, but also has a wealth of experience in mindset as well and he goes into detail about how he used a strong mindset during the darkest times of his life so far and how he found the light during them times as well. He talks about how it shaped him to be the person that he is today and Danny has been a huge source of inspiration to me. He helped me massively during my college years and provided me with a confidence. Well, he provided me and I provided myself with a confidence to go on to bigger things and improve myself as much as possible whilst trying to work my way up in my career in the sporting industry. So Danny has been a key role in my life really. He um he may or may not realise this, but yeah, um he's been he's been a key part of the journey for me. So again it was great to welcome him on and he provides a great source of inspiration. So get your pen and papers ready for this one. There's a lot of notes you can be making and there's a lot of useful takeaways as well that I've I've definitely used and will use going forward as well so yeah guys get your pen and papers ready and we hope you enjoy another episode on the Ready Set Mind podcast. Hi Danny you okay mate? Yeah can you hear me mate? Yeah loud and clear so that's good <laughs> um, so is it just is it audio or is it vid- video what do you do um audio mate that is literally it it's as simple as that Perfect. just audio at the minute i'm looking to get into video um but um yeah just um just audio. so um so yeah all no problem mate but, yeah massive um thank you for coming on to the podcast danny i know you you're a key figure in in my life mate in terms of college and um in terms of um, not just lecturing me, my journey as well. So a massive thank you for taking the time to come on. Um, it, it really means a lot, mate. So yeah, no, thank you for having me. Um, like I say, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's good to connect and, and kind of see how you've got on and, and done what you've done. So 
Thank you for inviting me on, mate. No problem. Um, so we'll start with um, an introduction to yourself, then. So if you want to just mind just telling the listeners what um, what you're up to and day to day. Yeah, things like that, really. Yeah, my name is Danny Lee. Um, I am a well. I started out as a sports science lecturer um, at Loughborough College. Um, I've gone on to become the cricket manager now for the sport at Loughborough College, which is probably the biggest and best sports college in the UK. Um, also, adding esports into that now, so that's a it's a big change and a big shift in the last couple of years. Um, but my background is, um, is is you know, is teaching is kind of what I got into and what I want to do. My also background is kind of sports psychology. Um, and that was the main field um, at university. So yeah, that's 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 me in a nutshell. I'm sure we'll we'll delve into other things apart from a personality and lifestyle in, within this podcast, really. Yeah, absolutely, mate. So no class introduction, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get right into it, mate. So what is mindset? I, I mean, I mean, you can define it and do definitions of that. So I think the mindset is. It's what makes you you, if that makes sense. All your little parts, all the little things we've got around ourselves, um, you know, experiences. It is your beliefs, you know, kind of what you hold dear to you, really. And I think having all them aspects kind of creates your own mindset. And I think it can be, uh, I think it is, I think it's very individual, uh, individualized to people and, and what they do. And I don't think one mindset is better than the other. I think, you know, I don't think one person's mindset can be put onto somebody else. I think it's very individualised into what you believe in your mindset. Yeah, and I think I well, I, I agree with that. Definitely, it's very individualised, and like you said, it, it can't be one person's mindset can't be directly projected onto another person's mindset. But would you say people around you and their mindset have an influence on hundred percent? 100% your environment and you know and what you've been brought up with and your experiences has a direct impact on you know on you as a person and what you are as a person as well so you know like I say your experiences and and what you've learned and and how you've gone about it and the resilience the bouncing back from things uh creates different mindsets and creates different avenues and makes you believe things you probably didn't believe before so I think like I say you can't walk in someone else's shoes um but I think surrounding yourself with people that like-minded um people that you know want the same things um you know it kind of that competition side of it that competitive edge it makes you bounce off each other really um so yeah like i said the mindset massive on your experiences massive on the people you surround yourself with and also who you've been kind of brought up with and that's not just your parents that's your friends it's your it's your peers it's your coaches it's your teachers it's you know your big brothers your, your little sisters it's, it's everybody around you that has a massive impact on you as a person and how you hold yourself and, and what you believe in really. Yeah. And I think it's no secret that so many different people um, that have succeeded. Well, um, had different variations of success on the podcast have all said it's who you surround yourself with. So um, the importance of having that environment and that positive environment around you to help you as much as possible and being around like-minded people, like you said, with, similar goals, similar visions helps massively on um, on your way to achieving your goals. So how important how important is mindset then when it comes to that? I think I think it's everything really. I think it's it's how you tackle everyday life. It's how you tackle problems. It's how you tackle success. 
it's it's how you you know base yourself and the person you are and kind of what makes you you and and your values and your beliefs and i think that's the key thing that probably makes us all individualized as well that we all have different values and beliefs but i think people gravitate to people that are like them if that makes sense and that's a really key thing that you know when, when you're growing up you kind of force into certain situations you know you have to go to a certain school you have to go to a certain kind of local you know football club rugby club whatever it would be and i think as you get older you start to understand the world and understand life and some different things that you realize that actually you need to surround yourself with people that are very much not like you because i think it's also important to have people who are sometimes dissimilar to you to make you understand the differences but you know you've got to create people that are are there for you and and understand you and you understand the different beliefs and having the same kind of visions and things like that have a really impact on who you are as a person yeah definitely and like you said it's important to have your own individual personality as well and you sort of you're a product of your own conclusions sort of thing really um when obviously when thinking about it from from your own perspective but then like you said surrounding yourself with them people can only help you grow and um develop as a person as well so how uh, in terms of your environment then um how was your environment um in terms of growing up and how would you say it's changed over the years i mean so, i mean from my point of view so i'm i always say to make people laugh but I'm, I'm a kind of council kid i came up from not a rough rough background but you know um i came from a very working class background um you know, parents hadn't been to university. I was the first person in my family to go to university um, and understand that. And when you talk about being surrounded by people, that all kind of my belief system of me being able to, be, to achieve my dream. My dream was always to teach. It always was to teach, but I wasn't a good kid at school. I was a kid who got report for three years. I was a kid who got suspended, who got, you know, um, you know, was in detention a hell of a lot, um, mainly due to my, I hate using this as an excuse, but ADHD, which wasn't diagnosed then, it is now. Um, but I think I was always the kid who just wanted to have a laugh and not take anything serious. And, and that was my mindset at school. And then when I was, um, 16, my parents split up, which had a, had a huge impact on me. Um, and the kind of superheroes you think are superheroes, you kind of understand are just people and have their flaws and have everything around them. And then that had a massive impact on me. So for me, my way of dealing with it rightly, wrongly at the time was to kind of get away from, from the UK and I was. I was 18 at the time and I got a job out in America to go and coach soccer out there, coach football. Um, and I'd done my my coaching badges here um, and I went out to America and I lived out there for, you know, on and off for nearly two years and just well, I was coaching soccer for Colorado um, Rapids uh, in the Midwest. Um, and then obviously I went a little bit further east and up to uh, New York State, uh, Massachusetts and coached out there as well. And then kind of, when you talk about surrounding yourself with people, that's the people I met out there that really changed my life because I met one friend, uh, a lad called Kevin, who's from Northern Ireland. And he was he just graduated as a teacher, so I was obviously quite young. He was about 24. And when you're 18, you think six years is an absolute huge difference in ages and you understand as you get older, it's not. But <laughs> I kind of remember looking up to him and thinking, well, I, I, and all these people that I was there were either on gap years for university or just graduated. And I was quite the young pop. And I just remember just thinking, well, you know, I'd spent time with these guys. I thought, well, I, they, they can do it. I can do this. So why can't I go to university? Why can't I do that? So it really starts playing my mind. And I got offered a full-time job out in America to, to coach for one of the high schools out there and do different things. And actually, when I did that, I just started to understand that I don't 
full time. I started to miss home and family and things like that. And America is an amazing place. And, you know, it's, it's where I went and got married back in Colorado. But I just looked at the place and thought, well, I need to go back home. I need to try and fulfill that dream. And that was to become a teacher. And that was all because of the people I was around. If I'd never gone to America, I don't think I would have done that. I don't think I would have gone um, and made that jump to my, 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 kind of like my dream job uh, because I didn't think I could always do it. Because again, the people I was around before I went out there hadn't been to university, hadn't been to college, hadn't achieved them things. You know, my mum worked in, in the NHS and she still does now. And um, my dad was a, you know, was a caretaker at a school. Um, so for me to turn around and, and kind of say, I want to go to university was, was really, really weird for them. You know, they hadn't had anybody really in their family has gone to university. I think my uncle did, but that was about it. So it was a big jump. Um, but again, surround yourself with people who I knew I could do it with. And that had a big impact on me. And then, you know, fast forward, it kind of went to, to university and then, you know, end up getting my dream job at teaching sport and being the best place in the UK and, and, and absolutely loving it. And meeting people like yourself and other people that have gone to be really successful in their own careers and their own fields. And that amazes me every day when I see, you know, really success stories from people that we had a little, a little part of it, nothing, you know, major. I think it was down to you, but you know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable to see the success of, of people who, who you've taught and who you've mentored and, and kind of seen how they've become successful and Dave now starting to impact on other people, which is just amazing. Is that pain way for pain it forward, really? Yeah, and you said it was a little part, mate. I think I think you 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 play that down probably in some ways, but I think I know what you're saying. It's obviously all ultimately all down to the person, and they've got to drive and they've got to work hard as well, um, because they won't get to where they've got to without that. But I think it's sometimes. Like I said, even that little part as such of just bringing the confidence out in someone or providing that little spark of knowledge can help them go from, like I said, and being around them people can help you go from sort of doing something you like to something you absolutely love and something you're passionate about and something you're excelling. And it, it makes a big difference in that sense. So I think... Um, going going back to America, then did you speak to anyone out there about what you wanted to do? And um... yeah, yeah, um, spoke to spoke to my mate Kevin, and he just done his teacher training. And I remember saying to him, you know, how did you become a teacher? What what it is? And I've always wanted to be a teacher, but I've always thought it's too much. And also, when you're that age, four or five years seems an absolute lifetime away. Um, yeah, and you, you kind of panic and think. Well, and I was 19 at the time, so I was going back to college quite late. You know, most people not to college were 16. Um, 17 and again at that age you think them three years is massive and all that stuff so yeah that's what I spoke to people out there um, one of the guys who was out there is actually now Chelsea's um, first team fitness coach um, so wow. Bernie who's down at Chelsea at the minute um, he was out there there's some great people out there some great characters and some great old people that really took me under their wing and <clears throat> made me realise that life is wasn't just this little bubble in Leicester where I'd been brought up, you know, near North, near Northfields and kind of going to Humberston and things like that. Um, it was it was actually that I could I could actually spread my wings and kind of go different places. And um, you know, I fell in love with Colorado. Colorado, you know, I ended up getting married there last summer and it is an amazing place. And I remember thinking, you know, there's a lot more bigger things than Leicester. And that had a huge impact on my mindset and my growth and how I could try and improve myself and what I could do really afterwards as well. Yeah, and um uh, belated congratulations, mate, on the on the marriage. Um, like I said, we haven't um, uh, we haven't spoken awful lot, but like 
Um, like I said, life just gets in the way. Um, people are busy getting on with with whatever they're doing. But um, like I said, it's really exciting. And I think a big thing that I learned last year when when I moved up here, all right, it was in America. Um, uh, it like I said up here in in Sunderland was that there's there's as much as I loved like uh, being around my friends and family at Leicester and um, at the football club and in the community and around Loughborough even. It's, it's you, you see there's so much more to life out there and uh, there's so many different places that you can go to and explore and so many different people that you can meet with and network with. It's a big part of it. And I remember when I went over to America, I've still got friends over there myself. I was lucky enough to go over on a trip with um, Leicester City Football Club and I've made, I made friends for life out there and I, I said to myself, I need to get back out there and do some coaching and it's something that I, I still very much need to do. And, uh, and experience really because I, like I said the stories I've heard the experiences you make um, are nothing short of uh, amazing really and I think would you would you recommend going out there? 100% I think I mean you say oh, I've only moved to you know to Sunderland and it's, it's still a big jump though Kieran like I say you know, I think when you take yourself out of that comfort zone that's the thing isn't it you know you can stay in the comfort zone and you can have a nice life and a happy life and, you know, have nice things, but are you really pushing yourself? And I could have stayed in Leicester. I could have stayed at 19 and I was at the time a carpenter. Um, I just finished my apprenticeship doing carpentry and I could have happened in that lifestyle where, you know, I just stayed at the local pub, went to the local, we local mates and grown up with and not really pushed myself and been a carpenter and, you know, and actually I wanted more out of life. And that's not having a dig at people doing carpentry. They're amazing. They're skilled at what they do, but, it wasn't for me and I wanted to push myself. And <clears throat> I think when you take yourself out of that comfort zone, you take yourself out of that place where it is scary. And I remember sitting on the plane and we're going back 20 years ago now, um, Kieran. So, I mean, you have to pretend that you know what it is, but we didn't have mobile phones back then. You know, we didn't have <laughs> FaceTime. We didn't have Skype. We didn't have all that stuff. Or, you know, I was literally going on a plane and, and going out, you know, for four to five months and just, won't see my family again for four or five months and uh, you know in your first time in your life I had gone to university remember before this point that was that was quite a scary thing and I remember sitting on the plane kind of bricking it and I remember sitting next to a lad from Newcastle that I called Matt and we were just both laughing kind of went do you know anything about Denver and he went not a chance and again this was before <laughs> kind of Google side of it we both sat there and went what, what's, what is Denver and the only thing I remember from Denver from the 90s was there was a dinosaur called Denver and that was it that was my, <laughs> and I remember sitting there going what are we doing? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, we're actually going to go out there and live out there and we've got no idea who's meeting us. And what well, we did, we were, I was working for Major League Soccer, so it was a big company, but you didn't know who, who worked for them. You know, you did a lot of things through, through email at that time. It just started to come around. And I remember sitting there and, and you know, and I'll be honest with you, when I, in the first two or three weeks, it was like a lad's holiday. It was amazing. I was like, oh, this is the best lifestyle <laughs> in the world. And then yeah. the third week, I just started, I broke down. I, you know, I, I had um, homesickness. I was struggling i remember having to ring my mum so this is back that days where you had to kind of get a, a phone card and you had to ring them and hope they were in and talk to them in that way and and yeah. i'm just saying to me you know like i can't do this i have to come home and back then i mean it's still the case now but there's only two flights a week back then you you, you know to back to back to the uk so you know you had to really um think about it my mum was just like look if you want to come back that's fine but i'm going to give you a week out there just to kind of get over it, not get over it, but, you know, see if that's what you want to do. And if you do, we'll get a flight back. Um, and that was a lot of money for my mum at the time as well. Um, you were talking like, you know, nearly grand in, in, in flights and things like that. So 
And when we're yeah. doing it, then, and then it kind of, it, it, you know, bypassing that, it kind of goes back to that mindset side of it. Like you say, it's, you have to go through them kind of really bad times, withdrawal times, down the trenches where you've got to really look at yourself in the mirror. And I'm just sitting there thinking, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to go back to England and be that person that you're okay with, but you're not happy to push? Or do you want to try and kind of get this and, you know, and get it by the balls and really just go for it and just enjoy yourself and, you know, make memories and that's it. And and that mindset then switched and and that had a massive impact. It was my first time that I had kind of like a real individualised, you know, in terms of kind of like, well, what should I do? Should I go home and just live what I want to or should I push myself on? And and that then sticks into you the next times what happens, the next times that experience has an, you know, has an impact. And the people around me were amazing. And like I say, I'm still friends with uh, Kev, who's, you know, 20 years, 20 years later, we're still good friends. I go to Northern Ireland, Sims, so who lives in Bangor. Um, and he's a teacher at, um, at the college in, in Bangor as well. So surrounding yourself with good people, understanding that you have to have, you know, not backs, you have to in life, you have to have things that, you know, scare you. You have to have things that basically you think, I don't know if I can do this. And then you kind of move on from it. And then that's the whole purpose of it, really. Yeah, that's it. And I think what you said about the comfort zone is massive. You, you know, and like I said, there's no disrespect to people that they're happier where they are and what they're doing, and that's absolutely fine. You know, sometimes the people with um, probably sort of not less ambition, the people that probably just happy in what they're doing are probably the most content sometimes. But I think I use that word sometimes. You know, I'm I'm happiest a lot of the time when. Uh, I'd probably say when I'm pushing myself out of the comfort zone because of the person I know I'm becoming, whether that's in the gym or whether that's, um, like I said, moving house or whether that's um, going into a different role in a different job or whatever it might be. And I, I just feel like I'm progressing and I'm, I'm doing something different. So I'm developing myself as a person each day. And that's where happiness can be sometimes, you know, where, where you're pushing yourself as far as you can go and, I think it's it's a key part key part of the journey really. Um yeah. so I think everything you said there around like you said <laughs> twenty years ago and it like I said didn't have FaceTime or anything like that. I, I think it's it's completely different sort of perspective on it as well. And I think I, I suppose it, it had to be a real uh, strong mindset for you uh, in America at that point. Was was it after that week? Did that week work for you? Well, it obviously did because you stayed out there. But yeah, that that week made it, and I had to have that week to be able to to really understand it and and justify it and and learn from it and and you know love it really. So it was a huge that week. I still remember now, and it's one of my, my worst times where I just kind of I was down to myself. I was doubting whether I should be out there, whether I was good enough to be out there. Um, and you have to remember as well, when I went out to Denver, you know, it's, that's not the usual place to go out to America. Most people go to, you know, at New York, LA, Vegas, Florida. So it's because the Midwest, which is real America, I will say that. Um, a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful part of like America. So you're in the Rocky Mountains, you know, you can be skiing one day, in, you know, in 90 degrees heat the next day. It's, it's one of the best places in the world. It's, it's the most gorgeous place in the world. So yeah, I had to go through that. And, and that brought me out the other side. And, and like I say, with things like that, it, you have to have that kind of mindset and then grow from it. I know it's the growth mindset kind of model and things like that, but you've got to grow from it. You can't sit there and think, for me, I think just staying still, you know, yes, people can be content, but are you moving forward? Are you pushing yourself? And and pushing yourself doesn't have to be, you know, going to move to Sunderland or move to America or, or take that scary job. It's just pushing yourself a little bit each day and then it gets easier and then a little bit more each day. 
And then, as I say, that behavior change happens. And, and that's the key thing you're looking for, really, is behavior change. You know, it's one of the most difficult things now. You know, we all know we should eat, eat healthily. We all know we should work out. We all know we shouldn't smoke. We all know we shouldn't drink. We know these things, but actually doing them is a huge difference. And, you know, psychologically, to, to change behavior doesn't just happen overnight. And, it, and you have setbacks, but it's about how you respond to them setbacks and then push yourself forward even further. And then that's that's the okay. It's okay to learn from that and kind of go, okay. So when I did phone my mum and said, no, we'll stay out here. And she was, you know, fantastic. and said, that's brilliant news, you know, that side of it. And then I remember just enjoying the next four months of my life and one of the best times of my life. You know, there's some amazing moments in life, but I still remember that so fondly. Friends for, like say, for life out there. And it really built me up who I was. So when, so when I came back and when you guys see me, you know, as a teacher at, you know, 24, 25, that was the key thing that came, you know, you saw me because of that experiences without that, I would have not been the teacher I was and, and probably not got to where I was in my career now, really. Yeah. And like I said, obviously reader probably saw a completely different honey to the one that went out to America. So it's, um, it's all sort of perspective, I think. And like you said, it's about getting that 1% better each day. I'm reading a book at the minute called Atomic Habits um, yeah. by James Clear. And it's um, it's a fantastic book about just getting, like I said, that one percent better each day. Um, using things like the two minute rule, where you just use a, a bit of a cue to to help you gradually build your habits, but it never it never once says um, it happens overnight. In fact, it, it does state the opposite. It says it won't happen overnight. It's it's a, it's a consistent. You have to be consistent with it. It's, it's a consistent approach that you need. And like I said, we all know these things. But knowing and doing are two different things entirely. And I think that's what separates um, some people sometimes. And I suppose in an industry, it's probably what, it's what separates the good from the great, you know, or and it's it's a big part of that. So I know you've alluded to, um, obviously, your time over in America as well. But is there any other examples where a strong mindset has helped you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's say, so, I mean, people in the podcast might not know this, but so I was diagnosed with testicular cancer uh, about 18 months ago. Um, so I was 37, um, you know, to go into a doctor's surgery um, and then get sent off to, you know, for certain scans. And you think, and at 37, you know, people on this podcast who are in the 20s probably think, oh, it's quite late. But when you get to 37, you don't feel 37. And when you get to 47, you probably don't feel 47. But I remember sitting in the, in the surgeon's, um, I went to see the consultant and I was in the, I was in the room and there was no kind of like, you know, how are you doing? How's your day? None of that. It was basically did his examination, sat down, they'd had an ultrasound and just literally went, I'm pretty certain it's cancer. So when you hear them words, it's like, Jesus Christ. Okay. And when you associate certain words with cancer, it's, you know, it's, it's bad. It's, you know, and you do, I sat there and thought, well, well this is it. Then I'm going to die then about 37, 38. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be able to, you know, marry the person I want to marry. I'm not gonna be able to have children. I'm not gonna be able to see, you know, my mum again and things like that. So that was a real massive dark place where it puts you, and you have to sit there and kind of go, okay, well, how do I get out of this and how do I use it? So once I'd internalised it and understood what it was and understood that it was tested cancer, and luckily, um, you know, at the time when they told me uh, we didn't know that it spread because it can spread into your nodes, into your lungs, into your, into your head. Um, then you get your results from a CT scan and, and obviously it hadn't spread, which was which was really good news. Um, and then the next thing is to have surgery. And I was in surgery within about four or five days. So, you know, when people say that your, your life's turned upside down, it really is. Uh, one day I was just, you know, had a bit of 
pain and um you know so for my, my symptoms were that one of my testicles had gone absolutely rock solid and and like a stone and not all of it but just about the bottom third of it and i kept remember taking these tablets and they said it was an infection and i took these tablets and it wasn't getting better uh, but i never once in my mind that it crossed that i was going to be it was going to be cancer so when they say that you do you kind of go right to the depths of it and then you have to internalize it make it better and what I looked at as was right, okay, once I get the surgery and once I kind of get better, how can I use this as good? How can I try and make it a good thing? So the one thing I've done massively um, since then is I've worked with Oddballs, which is the, the cancer found, the Cancer Foundation. Um, and we've done talks to school. So obviously at college, I've got nearly 500 learners, sport learners. We've got them onto a big sport um, sports hall. Uh, we told them about what, you know, basically Tesla Cancer is. And then we, you know, spoke about it and we, we spoke about my story and, and that made it hit home a lot to a lot of you know your men so it's the most common form of cancer for under, under 40s um and a lot of men don't want to speak about these things so you know this is a good platform to talk about it but it's also the mindset of myself when i was in that place was was huge and i could have gone down the route of been a victim and this is oh, like, why is it me and this side of it or i could use it for change so i did i use it for change I've, now we've educated you know nearly 500 people I was lucky enough, bless them, that um, Charmwood Sports uh, Awards awarded me a, a special uh, recognition medal uh, for the work I've been doing. Uh, we're doing another uh, wolf run this May to raise more money for Oddball's charity. Um, even on my wedding, I'm having a wedding party in the next few months and we're not wanting people to give us any presents. We want people to donate towards Oddball's charity because what they do is an amazing thing. They, you know, they're out there trying to spread awareness to, to your males and and not just your males, it's females as well in terms of just checking your body and checking things and lumps and bumps and making sure you, you know you're okay. So yeah, the mindset then was 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 a huge thing. Yeah, and um I know obviously thanks so much for sharing, Danny, because that's not that's not an easy story to to share. And I think it's it's amazing what you're doing. You you, you say lucky. I feel like obviously that's when sort of Probably opportunities, maybe a strong word, but opportunity meets preparation. And I think you've obviously used a strong mindset during that time and saw saw the opportunity to help others and prepared for it. And I think for me, that's not lucky. That's just your great work, you know. And I think that's it's incredible what you're doing. It's a testament to you, mate. And I think the more we can um, spread that out there, the better. I know. Um, I, I had sort of it a similar thing, if you like. But um, I mean, mine turned out to be a hernia in a groin, which was um, <laughs> it sounds mad, but I was thankful for. <laughs> yeah, no, you are. Yeah, it's it's not mad at all. I think it's you know it's scary for any of us. And I think it's blokes we don't really talk about it sometimes. We don't want to chat about these things. We think it's you know embarrassing or whatever it was, you know. But you have to get these things checked because without it, like I say, you know this. This cancer, you know, it's got a very good survival rate. Uh, Tesco cancer has it really has, but if you get it early, that's the key thing. If you don't get it early, you leave it there. That's when it can manifest into your nodes and your more treatment. I mean, I was lucky enough um, that I only had to have one bout of chemotherapy. Um, you know, some people, bless them, have gone through lots of different bouts of chemotherapy and radiotherapy. So it was a big, it was a big dosage, but a high dosage. And the reason for that was to try not to stop the re, um, basically, so you can. <clears throat> When you have testicular cancer, um, you have a recurrence rate. So you can go on to the other testicles in the first two years. So it's about 20%, 25%. So if you have chemotherapy, it actually makes you not not, not guaranteed it, but it's, it reduces your risk down to about 5% of it going on to the other testicle as well. So 
having the keepers open was tough. You know, no one prepares you for that when you have to sit there and, you know, that's going through your body and your white blood cells drop and you can't walk properly or you can't breathe properly. You know, you remember taking, I remember taking breaths and I couldn't take a deep breath in. And it's scary as anything. That was just before Christmas and it was the height of COVID. Um, so, you know, you're sitting there thinking, don't get COVID as well on top of this. Um, but yeah, that mindset there, that's where you have to, I mean, my mates will listen to this and probably laugh their heads off because they also use it all the time because I've had it and I do use it for a lot of good things because you might as well, you might as well milk it for as much as you can. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like I say, it, it's about awareness, it's about using it. But yeah, like I say, it, it is tough. You have to go through things and you have to sit there. And, you know, I remember going through chemotherapy thinking, okay, this is this is serious. You know, people, you know, some people don't survive this and that side of it. So yeah, my mindset had a huge impact on that. Just like America was a real massive thing for me in my life this cancer will be another thing for me that, you know, was a, was a, was a, was a step where I went, right, okay, how do I change this? How do I move things forward? What can I do now to make sure that I'm here for another 20 years or 30 years as well? Um, so, yeah, like I say, it, big moments in your life is how you deal with it and what you see it as. Can you learn from it? Can you inspire others? Can you make people better? Or can you just fold away and just not let it, you know, not, not talk about it and, and just kind of deal with your own problems and not really grow from it? Yeah, and I think I totally agree in terms of um, the last statement. Like I said, can you, can you grow from it and help others to do the same as well? And I think your experiences to help others and to to make to make the world a better place, really, in a time in which it it really needs it. And I think um, the world's hurting more than ever right now, um, not just in terms of economy, but in terms of health, in terms of mindset. Um, you, you know, and like I said, off the back of COVID as well, it's it's just in a very, um, well, I'd, I'd probably say the world's in probably the darkest place it's been in for a while. To be fair, so we need all the light we can give. It is, it is, Kieran. I think the key thing is, I mean, I could sit here and you know spout you know things from Aristotle and all these different philosophers and all that side of it, but do you know what Caroline Flack said it the best? And God bless us all, you know, in this world where you can be anything nowadays, you really can, you know, in anything you can choose to be, just choose to be kind. That's all you got to be, genuinely be somebody else. And you can help somebody else. And somebody else does that, and it's snowball. Scariness and, and also, you know, real light times. But just be kind to people and understand that some people are on different journeys and so, you know, I've seen the, the one thing I love about this podcast here, Kieran, you know, I've listened to it, is that you're not trying to be too spouty and tell people exactly what they should do, you know, what it is. And I see some of the podcasts and it's like, you should do this, you should do that. And it's like, well, yeah, I get it. But sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes you're not the place to do that. And like you said, I'm a real big believer of Dave Relford's marginal gains. You know, that's a real key thing that I look at in life is that you said that, that 1% is, right, how can we make things better by 1%? And if we do that every single day, and we make them changes. By the end of the year, you've got a seven, eight percent difference, and then a ten percent difference, and then a fifteen percent difference. And that's what you've got to do. And you got to understand that it's coming some good days and bad days. But that marginal gains, that can you look at your life and change a little bit of everything? If you can, just a little percentage, a little percentage each day, you, you move in the right direction. That's the key thing. That's that's it. And I think uh, the key quote there, like I said, if in a world where you can be anything, be kind. And yeah, support people as much as possible. And um, yeah, no, it's. I think, like I said, it's. I think it's about understanding that you learn 
more from a bad day than you do from a good day sometimes. And I think, like I said, we, we try to make it, I try to make it as authentic as possible on the podcast. And like I said, it's um, thanks for that nice comment because I think, like I said, there's so many, so many out there. I think they're trying to do the right thing. And I, I, I listen to a lot of great podcasts as well. And um, a lot of them try to do the right things. And but I think, like I said, sometimes it's telling people what to do when in actuality, sometimes is it feasible? most of the time but not always so again it's about showing that empathy of yeah I understand um, I understand how you feel um, I've felt the same before and that, but then what I found was um, that this worked for me and can you can you find something that works for you as well so I think that's a that's a way of looking at it and when you listen to all the podcasts that it you know um, you, you use what you can out of it, um, make your own conclusion, and then and then do what 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 works best for you really. So, in terms in terms of mindset, then how often do you try to develop it? I think most days, and it's all this is the thing. It's it's a work in progress, isn't it? You know, the people who tell they've got the best mindset in the world are lying. They're not. They're, at the minute, they're very good. And that's great, you know, but you have to work at this every single day. That I don't want to work at it. Some days I don't I want to feel lazy, I don't want to do it. Um, but you have to reset yourself, and that's a key thing as well, which is help to people is don't be afraid to reset it, go again, stop you know, if things are not working the one way, you can reset yourself and go a different way. And people are individualized and people will find things that work for them and not work for the others. Um, but every day, and that's whether that's reading, whether that's listening to podcasts, um, whether that is, you know, for me it's just bit it's about being with inspiring people and working with people so you know look I'm, I'm so thankful that i work with such an amazing team and they they work for, you know for all of us and I, the one thing i wanted to be when i was a boss was was not a boss that just basically told it you know this what x y and z it's about listening to people and also you learn from people and i always say this to when i when i was teaching you guys i'm not you know i'm not the big i am here i'm not more clever than you or, or better than you i'm just i'm just a little bit further ahead than you that was all it was because of my age you know, you guys will still get here and you'll still hit these targets and you'll surpass me. And, and what I want in this future for me is people that I taught to be better than me. And if they can be better than me, they inspire somebody else and they can be better than them and they can be better than them. You know, I'm so excited for the next 10, 15 years in this world, what's going to happen. And so many people are worried about it, but there's so many good things going to happen, especially with like, you know, AI and, you know, how we're going to start to use artificial intelligence and how all that stuff's going to come into it. And it is going to come into it. And people are very scared about it. But, uh, you know, the generation below... I don't know if I should clash you with my generation or not, Kieran, but, you know, <laughs> the generation below are amazing and they're the most accepting generation I've ever seen, the most loving generation. And, and so many people worry about them and being soft and all this stuff, and they're not at all. They're just going through their own different parts of it. And just like, you know, my generation will be different to yours, yours will be different to theirs. But I'm so excited to see what this generation can do and how they can change the world. And I don't want every one of the people like, kind of go, well, back in my day it was better and back in my day we did this and back in my the world's moved on and we have to move with it and you can't stand still. So for me, it's an amazing thing that's going to come up, but going back to it, you've got to work on it every day, every single day. And if it's a little thing, if it's a little goal, if it's a little post-it note on your, on your um, wardrobe before you open it, what you want to try and achieve, or whether you put a notepad pad next to your bed and you write things down that you want to achieve that next day. If it's a little note, you put in there i i use my calendar quite a lot so i'll put a little you know meeting in there not for to anybody but to me so that when it pops on the phone it's something i need to work on or i need to do something so you've got to find your own little niche but 
my my advice and again people take it leave it whatever you want but in life try and work on the little one percenters every little bit of your life can you make it a bit better can you a little bit help you can you do a little bit more exercise you know can you um, read a little bit more can you listen to another podcast another 10 minutes can you do that can you reach out a little bit more and if you can do that the next day you can do a little bit more and then a little bit more by that time you've seen that whole behavior change and that's the big thing in life is trying to change your behavior to what you want to be I think, like I said, the behaviour side of things is the behaviour change is massive. And then 1% just make a big, big difference. I can tell when I've not had a day in the gym. I can tell when I've not listened to a podcast in a day because my mood's probably a bit lower than what it would be. Yeah. And I think, um, I don't know how you find that, but I know, like you said, like you said, and I think it's a big point on the generation thing as well. And... I suppose I've probably been guilty of it in some ways where um, I think we're, we're very, sometimes people can be very strong on, on the, the current children, the current pupils that are learning. And I think <laughs> this they're doing work that I did in secondary school, yeah, in primary now. So I think, like you said, the world's moved on. The world's moved on massively, and I'm excited. I can't wait for the next 10, 15 years. Like I said, and, and there's going to be some bad things coming away, but there's going to be, I think, them challenges only make us stronger and bring the community together, together more, community together more. And I think that's a that's a key part of it as well. And the way I see coaching is or teaching is that if I'm not, it's very much like you, if I'm not teaching um, the children to be a better not necessarily just a better person but a better um you know a better worker than me then i'm probably not doing my job as well as i could be yeah and i think i mean my big thing is in the next 10 years and people will sometimes laugh at this probably listen to this thinking that's never gonna happen and when i say this to people i just want to say where i'm coming from in the next 10 years knowledge won't be important knowledge won't be important because ai will tell us what knowledge is the big thing we've got to get better at is about being able to apply it. So having knowledge is, is fine. You can know knowledge. But if you can't apply it, if you can't make it better or make the world better or make someone else better for it, there's no point. The most cleverest person in the world, read all these books, do all that. But if you don't inspire somebody else, if you don't use it for good, what's the point of it? And <clears throat> that's something that, you know, with, with, with AI coming through that will tell us, what we know and what we don't know and it will do it quicker than we can ever do it and it already is doing it quicker than it already is people using chat ai is, is unreal um you know but can you apply it can you understand that knowledge know it's truth or facts know it's right or wrong and can you apply it better you know and that's the main thing we need to teach our kids now is the application of that and making it for a better place and they really are kid. i'm working with these, these this generation day to day and they're amazing and they really are and i'm and I'm, not, I'm in awe of them and I'm like going back to it like you said they're about learning i can learn from every single person just because i've got a career as a teacher for nearly 16 years now doesn't mean that i am the big i am and i know everything that i learn from these kids every single day or i learn from yourself or I learn from you know other people that was in your group harry Fulham, you know and <clears throat> sorry his brother but his brother i should follow him you know harry down at sports development elliot's a teacher now you know that side of it dale um, Derry, all these people that are in your group, I can yeah. learn from them. Do you know what I mean? I can see that and I can and I can go and learn from that. Just because they were 10 years younger than me doesn't mean anything. And that's why I think one thing I think this world's doing is starting to polarize itself by 
we should go back to a certain way. We should be doing this. We shouldn't be doing that. We should move forward. And that's the whole point of mindset, isn't it? We move forward. We try and improve ourselves. So we need to put that into our generation, into our into our society as well, that we keep pushing people and you can't just push one genre down or, you know, a certain uh, generation down because you think you know better than them. We don't. I don't know better than them, just like they don't know better than me. I think we should work together and try and, and push this world to the best person, place it can be. I know that's a bit like, you know, campfire and get a guitar around and start saying come by y'all but you know it is it's, it's that side of it we've just got to make this world a better place and try and improve it for every single person and, and if this podcast helps one person absolutely amazing joe what what, what what a time to be alive that we've made one you know little connection better and um, and people don't need to keep worrying about trying to conquer the world just conquer little people around you and if you radiate what you're doing to other people they'll radiate to other people they'll radiate to other people and all of a sudden, there's people you, you you inspire that you didn't even think about inspiring. So, not that I'm, you know, kind of like really sort of about this. You know, I am quite a, an arrogant person sometimes, but in a sense of you know, I'm so thankful that I've made a difference to people. I kind of go through knowing I'm a very good teacher, but I sometimes forget the impact that I've had. Um, and before this call, I was on a call this morning with another former learner who's got his own sports psychology but uh, business. Love it. Um, and he was just talking about how I inspired him through sport. And I, I didn't even know I had, do you know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. I, I, was like, I was like, wow, okay, that's amazing. Like, I, you know, I was just doing my job. But I think that's the thing. The, my my biggest thing from this world, and when, when I finally retire, you know, there's a good three or four people that definitely I made an impact on. And that's, and that's the main thing, do you know what I mean? Hopefully it's more, but, you know, if it's only three or four, what a time that is to, to make that impact on different people. Yeah, definitely. And there's so many different topics of conversation I could go down there. And I've not got five hours, but um, <laughs> like, um, it's it's massive. I think there's a couple of points that I wanted to say on that as well. And I think the first point for me is that, yeah, um, sometimes uh, when, especially when myself, like um, I'm making a podcast, I used to look at some uh, the numbers sometimes, and I still do because I think it's important to reach, um, you know, as many people as I can, and I only do it to grow it. But I think the first, the ultimate reason I set it up and is to help one more person. And yeah. I said, if I've got one person, like like you've just said, if I've got one person listening to this, then I'm happy. Um, and I'm I'm now looking at it from the perspective of um, I've. I've then filled a classroom up. I've then filled two classrooms up. I've then yep. filled a lecture hall up. And when I, when I start to think about that, I go, "Wow, actually, the the impact I'm having is now is now spreading, which is amazing." But as long as I'm still helping one more person, it, it you know, the numbers don't always matter to me, you know. Yeah. And I think it's the impacts you're having, and you don't realise that you don't like I said the group that I was with at college, I, um, I still try and touch base with every now and again and um, as much as possible. And I know um, Robbie, who's in that group as well, yeah. um, I'm obviously now at the foundation and he he, um, he had links with the foundation because obviously um, they go over to Spain every summer. Yeah. Um, so again, that's another link right there and I didn't even realise it when I moved up to Sunderland. So um, again, a great example of networking and... I think, like you said, you don't realise the impact you're having on people sometimes. There's there's been times where I've not been at sessions where people have been the vast for you. Yeah. And something as simple as that is 
is amazing, you know, and like they've come to show you the work that they've done in maths. I don't yeah. teach maths. I just tell I just, I just probably sat by I probably walked by the corridor one time, saw them struggling with maths and helped them and then just walked off and thought nothing of it. Yeah. Um but that one thing can make a child's day. Of course it can. And that's the thing with mindset. If you want to have a good mindset, surely you want to share that as well. And surely you want to be able to tell people this, you know, this is helping me. And the thing is though, Kieran, is that it helps you as well. So you do this podcast, you can chase numbers, you can do that. And I've 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 listened to podcasts that have got many views. I've sat there thinking, you don't say anything, you know, it doesn't matter what you're saying, you know to, to set a certain way, but if you can help two or three people, mate, it's it's an amazing thing in, the, in this world. It really is that two or three people might listen to this and kind of go, Jesus Christ, I've never thought about that. And it is. It's just that it's about being kind in this world. It's about trying to help people in this world. It's trying to improve people in this world. And also don't be so dismissive of people below us or above us. You know, just like the generation of, you know, in front of me, like my dad, mum and dad's generation, they're not that bad. You know, like I say, yes, they've made mistakes. They, don't, they didn't mean to make mistakes at that time. That was the way they were brought up. Do you know what I mean? But, we learn from it, we improve it, and we increase that by one two percent. And then our people below us increase by one two percent, and hopefully we'll get to a place where we don't have so much division, we don't have so much polarization of different views, and we understand that actually most of us want the same things. We want to be loved, we want to love, and we want to be able to make sure that we have a happy life, and that's it. And the key things that happen is that I'm going to say this though for you, Kieran, is that there's a reason the film and a book and everything else is always called the pursuit of happiness. It's the pursuit okay. of happiness that makes you happy. You can't just be happy. It, you know, happy is just not a place is it, for me. It's that pursuit of then one percent by working towards it, you get a bit more happier, a bit more happier, and a bit more happier. And even when you're really, really happy, something happens that doesn't make you happy. So that's the that's the good thing. The good thing that you feel the endorphins and you know the good moments is when you're trying to chase that. And when you come at that, you know, the, at the gym, you've got that pump on, or you've done this podcast and you've got an extra listener. They're, they're the little things and it's then little bit by bit that you know you make a big difference i love that and that's a completely different perspective on it as to what i've had before so that's one that's one i'll definitely write down and i think like you said i think another big thing you said earlier in the, in the podcast was um like you're still learning things off of your students yourself and i think often the students are the best teachers sometimes i'll often uh let some of the pupils um, create uh, create their own warm up, and they'll go why, you, and some people will come up and go why are you doing that? I said because they think about it. Where where do they like think like they're setting up the game, but where do they play games? And you say oh yeah. in the playground. Well, yeah. So 100%. they're they're going to come up with the most creative games. Hundred percent. Things like that. Not? I mean that's a sport relation, but it still applies. Of course it does. And like I say, you can learn from, you know, five-year-old kids, you can learn from 10-year-old, it doesn't matter, you can learn from there. You know, I say I, I learn from you and from your podcast and I'll learn from the people from podcasts and I'll, and I'll learn from that and take that into, into my situation. I think the worst place you can be in the world is when you don't think you can learn anything. You can learn every day and you can try and improve every day and that's what I'm saying. For my big things are to, to have a happy life and that pursuit of happiness, not happiness because I don't think it, not it doesn't exist because I think it, I'm, you know, as happy as you can be. But there's always something else there's always something else in life. So you should enjoy the ride, you should enjoy that pursuit of it, enjoy them the moments inside of it. But also everybody can help on that pursuit of happiness. Everybody. That's the older generation when you go and talk to grandparents and sometimes they say the same thing over and over again, but you sit there and thinking these have had an amazing life and have made my job easier, my life easier. Just down to the youngsters, I've got a little nephew and 
nieces that are you know 12 13 and six and sorry no eight and seven now and they make me smile every day and they make me learn different things every day you know when we have children which is looking this year you know i'll learn from them and that's the whole purpose of it and i think if you can be that open-minded that's how growth mindset and that's how you improve your mindset if you're so close and think you know the best answers you want to try to help on your answers you're not really actually helping anybody no and you learn through your experiences i think like i said that uh, it's it's the little things in life sometimes where um that like i said your nieces and nephews will probably get um happy and excited over the the littlest things and you think okay um but you you, so if you go back to how you were there is you'd be no different (laughs) i think sometimes you you've got to got to remember that and i think it doesn't harm you even now to get you know you know happy and excited over the little things you know, and I think I think people oversee them quite a bit sometimes, and the, the, we all we're all guilty of taking that for granted. But it's so think... true. People try and look for the big things, you know, the holidays, the houses, the cars, all the materialistic things, and actually, the the, the happiness can sometimes be just a nice walk, and you saw a nice sunset, or you saw a nice, you know, the moon yesterday. Um, I came out of work on Tuesday, and it was massive. It was low down. I just thought Geez. it was. I just thought this world's amazing, it? and that was a little thing. You know, it sounds down. <laughs> And I could have gone to a nice car and all that lot, but that didn't make me happy that day. The nice car and going to a nice house, or that didn't make me happy that day. The moon made me happy that day. And there's so many little things like that you can basically do, and it could be just a, you read one page of a book and it just clicks, and you go, oh, that's, it has yeah, that warm, fuzzy feeling, that's really good. Or you listen to a podcast and it, you know, makes you actually belly laugh or makes you inspired. And sometimes, like I say, it's then one turns the small wins that make you, make you happy. Don't worry about the materials of things. I've earned lots of money and I've earned a lot less money. And I've been happy in both occasions. Like I say, it doesn't make you happy this this side of it. Money helps, but it doesn't make you happy at all. It never has done. No, that's it. And I think that's a big point to, to make as well. It never never makes you happy. It, it, like I said, it helps, relieves probably stress, but then it also probably brings more stress as well. But then, like I said, it's it's ultimately on you to look at the simple things in life sometimes and um, just, to, just to appreciate what you have. Like I've known loads of different people um, you know, go out and find and find. I don't know the, the the latest car, whatever it is, and and like all all the uh, new house, and then they realise the happiness is right in front of them. In terms of, like I said, it could be in form of exercise, it could be in form of the career, um, whatever. And, yeah. and they've realised it's been there all along. The, the the materialistic things are probably just extras. And I when you're chasing things, you don't see what you've already got. And that's why I said that pursuit of happiness is lovely. Sometimes you don't understand where you're going and what, you know, you're on the base like a downward stream. And sometimes it's amazing, sometimes it's not. But, you know, like I say, you're going, you're moving forward. And that's the key thing for mindset. If you keep moving forward, you keep on that one, two, three percent, then you start to really improve your mindset. Definitely, mate. Definitely. So, that, that, all that said, then, what do you do to develop your mindset? Is there anything specific? I think exercise obviously is important. I think, you know, it helps with, with mindset and that side of it. Um, I think just sometimes observing, is, you know, people sometimes want to do things, but actually observing people can increase your mindset. You can see what's happening around you, the world around you. You can see things and you kind of go, okay, I need to change that or I need to improve on that. Um, I think having conversations with people improves your mindset and learning from different people. Obviously, I'm a teacher, I'm going to say learning is important, but it is, you know, 
learning from different people is is hugely important. Um, you know, listen to podcasts. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts on the way to work and while I'm at work as well. One of them that can help you and it's, it's that knowledge building. Um, but you can learn from lots of different things, Kieran. Like I say, whether it's you know whether it's, a, it's following somebody really good on, on Instagram who can help out on different things. Um, you know, I'm not massive into influencers, but I do think people can help in certain ways. And I think for me, is don't worry about one certain thing helping you. It's a lot of mixture of different things. And like I say, if you add them all together, then you have a real kind of growth mindset. Definitely. And I think one thing we're learning is, and you said it earlier, Danny, about knowledge. And I feel like this quote of knowledge is power is banded about quite a lot. Yeah. And I always had a word at the beginning of it. And it's very similar to what you said. And it's, Applied knowledge is power. hundred percent. Knowledge isn't power. I mean, it says applied knowledge is. And if you can apply it, hundred percent is better. But actually knowing stuff, you know, knowing facts doesn't mean anything anymore because we've got computers that do that for us. <laughs> if, you, if you're not sure, go on to AI, open an account, type in what you think you know, and they'll know it better than you. So can you apply things? And you say, right, uh, Kieran, that's what you need to do. You need to have that application. Can you apply things into your life? Can you apply the one or two percent changes? Can you apply? And if you can, that's when you get real change. Yeah, and you'll notice the difference, definitely, just in that one word. So you've already alluded to some of these anyway, but is there any, what advice would you give to someone looking to develop their mindset as much as possible? Uh, be a sponge, take everything in, learn from some good things and bad things, never discount anything, don't think, well, I'm not going to like that because of this. So I've I've tried hot pod yoga, didn't like it, but I tried it. Um, it was really hot, Kieran. Don't do it, mate. It's really, really hot. Uh, I was sweating, honestly, mate. I was like, this is too much. Uh, but, you know, what I'm trying to say is, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, basically a footballer, et cetera. You can kind of go, I'm not doing that. No, I ain't doing this. I'm not doing that. You can learn from lots of different things. So, for me, my, my advice to improve that type of thing is just be a sponge. Try things. And if you don't like it, that's absolutely fine. You can try again, like I say. Um, but don't become so pigeonholed and go, well, I just have to eat chicken, pasta, I ask a gym and then I'm happy. Like it doesn't work like that. There's lots of things, you know. As I've got older, I've started to enjoy the theatre, Kieran. Never in my life went to the theatre before. <laughs> now, mate, honestly, I love a theatre, I love a good musical. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, I never told you that, you know, back when I was You wouldn't have in college, no. No, <laughs> yes, and that's what I'm saying. But I think again, because of the mindset, because of my closed mindset, because I'm so fixed and kind of go, well, I don't like it, so I don't, you know, I never really give it a chance. And Little things like that, you know, listen to different types of music. You know, I've never listened to, I've always been, in, you know, loving what my mum and dad used to live to, like Motown, that side of it. But listen to different genres of music and enjoying it. Um, it's just about, for me, taking down them barriers and taking down them things that you think you should be. I hate that word, think you should be, or, you know, it, it doesn't work. Just be your authentic self. If you enjoy something, then you enjoy it. And that's absolutely fine. Definitely, and I think it's strange probably admitting to a former tutor, but I think <laughs> my love for reading's never been stronger in terms of, uh, let's be honest, in college. Oh, yeah, you had to force you. I had to force you a lot of times, Kieran, mate. I thought that was my job, you know what I mean? <laughs> to get that resub in, to, to, to read up on it, to add that onto it, yeah. Yeah, that's that's it. And, like, the amount of times you must have read something in my work was, was unbelievable. <laughs> um, and, um, but now... Uh, in terms of I've gone from that and I've got now got 20 books on my shelf yeah. that I've read yeah. <laughs> um, like you said it's just about that that 1% better each day and I think like I said I had one of them the other day where I looked over at my bookshelf and I'm thinking I think I just turned around just having to turn around um, I was I think I was after my drinks bottle whatever it was or when I was reading in the morning 
I looked up and saw the books and I went, I'm pretty pretty pleased with that. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you told Kieran at 13 he's going to read 20 books, you know, it won't get after, was it? You know what I mean? So that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. So I think, like I said, that's that's a that's been a big big change for me as well. But um, so there's there's one final question that I um, I don't know if you would have heard, like you would say if you'd listened to the podcast before, but yeah. um, I think of this as I'm going, and. I, um, uh, I, I always like this like this question because it, it just sort of puts it does put the person on the spot a little bit, but I think it comes out with the best answers sometimes. So, if there were three experiences you could relive, what would they be? So for me, um, in my life, it would be when I first got on that plane to America. Um, that's that was my first experience um, of, of putting myself in, in a in a in a not comfort zone, you know, in a real scary place. And I would love to to relive that again and, and have that excitement of basically doing it. Um, that would be definitely one of the first times. Um, a second time, which is going to probably be a bit weird for people here, um, I'd like to relive being told I got cancer again, um, because I think it it scared me and it made me understand some of the things I wasn't doing well for myself, you know, my health, I took for granted um, and a lot of things like that as well. So for me, having the scary moments in life, that's what I like to relive. Um, so there's that definitely. And then I'd like to relive when Marcelo Bielsa took us up in the premiership <laughs> um, because as a Leeds fan, uh, and I'm sorry if that's turned people off at the minute, but for 17 years, I've absolutely had nothing but, drivel to watch uh, <laughs> and then Marcelo came in and talked about changing the whole mindset of the city and the whole mindset of the team um, it was an amazing an amazing roller coaster reading his books and reading about him as a philosopher like, you know as a philosopher type person uh, a real socialist a real person who has core values um, was yeah so to to relive that that moment when we finally won it the championships and when they got Marcelo to have that cup in front of him uh was was yeah absolutely changed the way i thought things love that <laughs> i think like i said yeah you beloved leeds united i think like i said probably a few listeners gone now but struggling. but no it's no that's fantastic um and i think i found it interesting um the second one like i said the way it shapes your mindset and and how you sort of dealt with the situation at the time and the things it sort of makes you focus on. And, and Ken, just to interrupt, I know this is your podcast, mate, but if you had no, to relive no. one if Good. you had to relive one moment from college, what would you relive? Oh wow. So I love that. I love I love that you've uh, you've asked me the question as well. So <laughs> um one moment from college. Now, in my six years there, there were some defining moments, so it's going to be hard to break down. I think I'm going to do one for college and I'm going to do one for uni because I yeah. think both changed me in different ways. And the one at college, mate, was um, oh, it was so difficult to break that down. So difficult to break that down. And I'll too many ones, but I think um, if it was the first one, I never forget a conversation you had when I'd done. We'd been on the uh, 
residential. I think it was was it paintballing? It might have been paintballing. Yeah. And I think um, I remember me saying something. Oh, I probably struggled with my work, and he said, "You've actually passed. You've you've bossed it." And he said, "That surprised you a little bit, hasn't it?" I said, "Yeah, massively." And he said, "Look, you just need more confidence in yourself." And that that was a bit of a game changing conversation, like in terms of how I sort of went through college. But then I think ultimately, I remember sitting down at my end of two year review sort of thing, and I was sat with you having a conversation and then Jez was next to me um, next to us and um, I remember you sort of saying um, when I'd when I'd asked you asked you a question you said Kieran look you need to just crack on with this work and do it yourself you need to figure it out yourself and then um, I had done and you said Kieran this is this is a work that I want to see that this is a work that you're capable of and you're not pushing yourself enough to go and do it and um I think at the end of the year review, you said, you know, how much you've come on in terms of confidence and how much you've developed. And, mate, I'll, I'll miss having you on the course, you know, because it because you, you your work rate that you bring. And um, you said a lot of the lecturers will, will, will miss you, you know. And I said, even Jez. And he goes, yeah, you just said, yeah, even Jez. <laughs> and he just said, and then... Um, I think he said something around, no, honestly, your character um, speaks volumes. There's loads of people. There was a couple that did give up. I'm sure there was a couple that gave up the course and didn't even do it. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a defining moment for me in terms of college going into uni of, look, you can achieve what you set your mind to. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was that was a big moment, I think, in the following year, when I'd failed uni by, I think it was about 1%, I had a conversation with James Eccleshare, or Jim, yeah. um, who you will know probably very well. And, still there. Uh, oh, says you still there? Still there, Jim. Still there. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a top, top bloke. And um, he, he sat down and he said, look, you, you're going to be a bit despondent. Um, and I remember coming straight in from work at the time. Um and uh, and my heart just sank because I'd failed, and I had that second chance at it, and I, I I sort of thought, what do I do now? What do I do now? I don't know. And he gave me the options, and he sat me down, and he said, "This is a sports management course." And I said, oh, "I don't know if I fancy doing it again." And he goes, "Look, mate, I'd highly recommend you do. I don't think you should give up." And um or something along them lines and, and I went and did my sports management I did my HND um, which was more suited to me um, in terms of coursework and I got a distinction and I think it was a merit in the second year and then I got a 2-1 in my sports management degree so and that's something I never thought I could have achieved exactly. you, you know um, so yeah there's a couple of mini ones there but yeah it was very hard to break down into two but if I had to break it down to, to the one I think um, it'd probably be the end of year review with yourself but it's interesting um, Kieran, when you say that because they're both about how you could grow and how you could improve yourself and it's also yeah. I mean I always remember talking I mean the, the conversation like I say I remember it because you were always an unconfident kid and that's what annoyed me if that makes sense because you always had a lot of potential 
Yeah. Sometimes you've got to believe that yourself. And that's why I say you can learn. So I could learn from you, you know, that, and that would have shocked you at that time. Me saying, what do you mean I'm learning from you? Of course I could learn from you. I could learn from what you're doing, what you've gone to. Like saying, you, I knew you had a lot of potential, but you just had to believe it yourself. And then once you did there, that's where you kicked on. And like I say, you've got a degree, two, two, one degree. You've got a fantastic job. You've worked two amazing foundations, real big foundations. Um, and you, you know, you change your lives as you do that as well through lots of different things, and you really are so absolute hats off to you, mate. Because, like I say, you, you've you've grafted for it, you've worked hard for it, um, and you've always inspired people around you, mate. So, you got to keep it going. And I say, you got to try and pay it forward that somebody else will come back to you and say the same thing to you. No, I appreciate that a lot, mate. And, um, yeah, it's 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 nice to hear, and I think, yeah, that is like you said, it was nice to be asked. The question as well. I've had a couple spun on me um, from a guest, and um, and I like it because it it shows the listeners that look, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I've got my own answers and own life as well. So again, mate, no, I, I appreciate that a lot. And there's like I said, there's a lot of different battles, and I, I liked um, I liked reflecting on college because it sounds mad, but I I probably reflect on it regularly, but I don't ever really talk about it, and. Yeah. Um, it was a big part of my life. And I think if I could go back to one period in my life, it would be that. Yeah, I agree. I think like I say for mine, if I was back to one part of my life, it'd be kind of when I come back from America and I went to college myself. Um, college is an amazing place, especially further education colleges because you don't stay at the school. You've got to come back. You've got to go meet different people. You've got to go to different things. Um, and, you know, that's why I love further education because it's such an amazing sector where you get to see people who probably haven't fulfilled what they could have done at school. Um, but we give them a second chance and that's the whole purpose of it. And it makes amazing success stories out of people. Like well, well, in that group, you know, Derry Wilson, who's now a, um, a Qantas affair. Uh, you know, Harry Gethin's work in sports development uh, and that side of it as well. Uh, you know, Norton was there. There was Dale. There was a load of good kids, Elliot down there. Um, you know, fantastic group, fantastic, fantastic group who really inspired me as well, made me a better teacher as well. So, I'm thankful that you guys pushed me as well. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, mate. And yeah, like I said, it's it was a great group, and I still need to um, I still need to try and um, reunite with a few of them at some point as well. Um, and like I said, I try and speak to them as often as I can. And yeah, like I said, life just gets in the way. Loads of different things happen, and you, you just. Yeah, you just become busy, really, don't you? So um, you get swept up in life, everyday life. So yeah, definitely need to um, try and get in touch with them at some point. But no, I'm glad it glad it helped you as well. And um, hopefully, like I said, um, the the podcast can continue to help people as well daily. So um, so if you know anyone else, mate, who wants to come on, then by all means, mate, yeah, send them my way because that'd be amazing. But um, I think, like I said, I could talk to you for hours, mate. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure. And um, but if um, obviously I always like to give people the chance to share what they're doing as well and the amazing work that you're doing at Loughborough. So, is there anywhere that people can follow you or ask you any questions? To ask you any questions afterwards, if they've got any um, at all, or yeah, not. they can follow. I like to say I'm on social medias and things like that. So you can follow me on my social media, Danny Mark Lee. Um, and if not, follow you know Luke Cole Sport. Um, or Luke Likens, the esports side of it. Um, so the, the the kind of the social media side of it, I run that as well for college. So anything you kind of see push push there, that's what we're trying to push as well. So, and if you've got anybody who's 15, 16, looking to 
what we're doing next. Like I say, um, if you want to come to the best and the biggest sports UK college, it, there's no better place to be. I think you'll 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 be testing with that Kieran. Like I say, it doesn't matter how big the college is, you feel loved, you feel special, and you feel like you can grow as well. Yeah, and I'm gonna plug it, mate, because I tell you what, that that was the best possible college I probably could have gone to. And I, it was fantastic in terms of upskilling me, my confidence, other people, making friends, the network I made, the bubble I stayed in um, for six years. Uh, it was, yeah, unbelievable to say the least. So I, I would highly recommend Loughborough College to anyone, especially in and around the area. I mean, I used to get, I used to walk to the train station from Firmerston to Syston. Yeah. Syston to Loughborough and then walk from Loughborough Station to Loughborough College. Yeah. But do you know what? I wouldn't change any of it. No, and people fantastic. still do that same same one now, um, Kim. Same journey, they're still doing it. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely mad. And it's, well, it's not because it, it's Loughborough. <laughs> it's yeah, it's an amazing, it's the place to be for sport. And um, I'm actually down. Um, I think uh, one of our teams is down there, uh, Loughborough University as well. Um, in, in a few weeks' time, so hoping to to get back down there and um, and probably uh, yeah, get back get back to the college home if you like. So that'll be exciting. Um, so. Yeah, dropping drop drop in Kevin. It's good. We could see you, mate. Oh, definitely will, mate. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'll let you know when, when and where we're going down, and I'm um, hoping to come down for the weekend anyway. Um, so yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, we'll definitely drop you a message. But um, a massive thanks, Danny, for coming on to the podcast and the impact you've you've had on so many people is is incredible. Um, so yeah, just honestly, mate, just keep doing uh, the amazing work that you're doing, and um. Yeah, just just keep impacting as many lives as you can. And thanks again for your time, mate. It's much appreciated, honestly. No, I appreciate it. And thank you for your time. And like I say, the big thing for you now is to pay it forward and you've got impact on as many lives as you can. That's the the best thank you give me is to go and impact on it more than I did and help other people as well. So if we can all do it, then the world's a better place and we can all improve ourselves that 1%. No, thanks very much, mate. And um, I'll definitely, I'll definitely message you when I'm in Loughborough. So, thank you so much for that, mate. And um, you take good care. And you, mate. Take care. Thanks a lot, Kieran. Thank you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye bye. A massive thank you to Danny for coming on to the podcast and providing so much value to me. And hopefully you, the listeners as well. It was very interesting to hear Danny talk about how he used his strong mindset during the darkest points of his life and how he actually answered the last question that I gave him and said he would go back to the darkest point in that life when he had cancer and or he found out that he got cancer and he went into detail about how this helped him and I just thought that was... A brilliant way to turn such a dark situation into a light, lighter one, really, and and use it to use the experience to go forward. So, yeah, a massive thank you to you, Danny, and I'm sure you, the listeners, got a lot out of that as well. If you did, then please leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this on. That would be much appreciated. And if you could, um, yeah, just 
give us a review and rate the podcast that would be amazing so this will help get the podcast out there as much as possible and help as many people as possible so yeah a massive thank you to you all for your support the telegram group is still going on and we're looking to get more active on that group as well so a massive thank you to those that have joined the group so far there's regular updates on podcasts and we're looking to provide daily quotes and challenges for anyone looking to develop their mindset on a daily basis as well so if you're not following us on social media then please feel free to do so it's at ready underscore set underscore and there you will see a lot of quotes a lot of different challenges going on in some lives as well so we're aiming to do as many of them as possible moving forward so again yeah massive thank you to you all the telegram link is in the podcast notes so if you want to go back and have a look and click on the link then it will take you to the group um that is absolutely fine so yeah a massive thank you to you all for your support so far and we hope to see you soon for another episode on the ready set mind podcast take care mm-hmm.